0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740. Gentlemen, start your engine! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Allen? Call now 416 360 0740 or toll free at 1 866
1: 740 4740. Okay, Al, hit it! Hey, it's Saturday morning, and you know what that means? It's Dave's Corner Garage coming to you live and somewhat clear in beautiful, beautiful downtown Toronto. Uh, Today we have a Another significant show, I got to say, it's significant. A, sig- <laughs> a big one, a big show. That's a big word. A really big show. <laughs> uh, we have John Carmichael with us. John is actually the CEO of OMVIC, Ontario Motor Vehicle Industry Council. Uh, he's been involved with OMVIC as uh, more years, more decades than I can shake a stick at. How's that sound, John? That's good. <laughs> I like it. (laughs) Anyways, um, and we're going to be joined by Mike Wilson from Latin Insurance. The Highway 11 Cruisers, that's almost 600 high end sports cars, collector cars, you name it, is uh, on tomorrow. And uh, John, uh, sorry, uh, Mike's going to call in and talk about that. And uh, I was reminded this morning by John that the Concourse de Elegance up at Cabo Beach Beach. is on today. That's your friend, right?
2: Yeah, Rob McLeese, uh, today and tomorrow.
1: Yeah. So they're going to do that. They're going to actually give you lessons on how to get into the classic car business and buying and selling those vehicles. Well, it's easy. You've got to get a whole lot of money first. <laughs> money is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and a big, 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 big there that uh, we have a contest. How big?
3: how big is it? It is big.
1: <laughs> really big. <laughs> right see, here. The dealer always just say Huge. Senor, All right. senor, where are we going? Mayan Riviera. We're going to fly you down return. Mayan Riviera, buy your hotel room, let you get some sun, and you can do that in the winter. We're going to announce the contest winner in October.
3: And you're throwing in a free bottle of kalepectate. Pectate, you said? I can do that. All right. And what else I'm are like, you giving away?
1: And second prize is a set of sale tires for the winter, plus we're going to be giving you a crown rust proofing for third prize and to set of those thick, beautiful, Water-resistant floor mats. <laughs> you still have some, right? No, Steve took them. Steve took them. Okay, <laughs> the, they're in his apartment. Anyways, uh, that's the show. We're ready to go. Steve, take us out. Oh, take us out. Does this mean literally take you out? Go
4: right ahead. Oh, this, this won't hurt. Uh Dave's Corner Garage.com. That's a website. You can listen to us on that and stream us as well. And of course, go to the website and register that little big red button that even Dave can see uh, to register for the show and the contest. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back with John Carmichael from Omvic, Alan Gelman, and Dave Rediger in a brand new shirt from Walmart. <laughs>
1: All ready. Steve, Dave, Al, Joe. Let me open up the toolbox.
4: Caesars are here. Coffee's here. Off you go.
1: <laughs> uh, John Carmichael is no stranger to the car industry. I used to listen to his commercials for City Buick Pontiac. Keep uh, it up. <laughs> it's a long back time. Back when I was a kid, right? Oh, is that what you're going to do to me? Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, you've been. Your family's been in the business. What since 1912? 1955, All actually. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, the well, dealership business?
2: The, the dealership business goes back uh,
1: prior to us yeah.
2: uh, to about 1921, 22, something wow. like that. Yeah,
1: long time ago. So you're brought up in the business, and I've seen you have seen
2: both sides of this equation. Yeah, no, I, uh, I joined my dad in the business in 1974, 5 after uh, university, and uh, stayed in it till uh, 2009. Interesting. And then it went to the other, your son. Then my son took it, yeah. And okay. uh, had a, and he's he's enjoyed the business as well. He started he his uh, he was born in nineteen seventy seven and said that was he says that was his first day of employment in the dealership. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. And you actually were involved in the beginning of Omvic?
2: I was, yes. I uh, I was appointed uh, by the government of the day as the founding chair of ONVIC in 1996.
1: The
2: mm-hmm. uh, board was established in 97, and uh, it's been doing good work ever since. Now, that grew out of the Used Car Dealers Act. Uh, Motor Vehicle Dealer Act, yeah. uh, actually, and uh, it was the government's uh, intention at that time to, to take an industry that needed uh, focus and give it to the people who know how to run it and uh and so uh, it was the first self management or industry self management organization that was established and today there's there's a number of them but uh, the car business is still running strong and doing great work well that
3: was kind of politically correct they needed focus I like the way you put that you mean they had
1: to rustle up the bad guys
3: no that was those were my years in Ottawa that me that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I needed cleaning up I mean remember the Danforth Avenue and and, and all the dealerships down to, back and forth on Danforth and it was, it was a zoo that was
3: the wild west
1: well it was the wild west in
2: those days and that's back to the 50s 60s mm-hmm. uh but the 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 objective of OMVIC, as you know it was it was originally structured as a consumer protection agency and the, the whole goal was to also bring uh, a higher level of professionalism to the industry right right uh, which i think you know when i look at our education budget today and a lot of what we do in terms of working with dealers and advertising and whatnot that's still a major pillar of what what our business is all about
1: yeah, I remember uh, the guy says, how many miles do you want? And he's, how many miles of the car? How many miles do you want? Well, it's, <laughs> hey, you
2: know, it, it, it's a real issue. But fortunately, we've we've taken that and uh, been able to really uh, clamp down on that type of behavior. And uh, we've got a, a, really a good industry today.
3: Well, would you say the focus was primarily on used cars? And, and has it changed at all? It's both new and
2: used. Mm-hmm. Uh, our two stakeholders are the Used Car Dealer Association, uh, And they're very involved and uh, knowledgeable folks who work with predominantly their uh, community of, mm-hmm. of used car dealers right. across the province. And then uh, the TADA uh, manages the relationship with the new car dealers. So all in all, we have 8,000 registered dealers in the province of Ontario and some 30,000 sales reps. The last
3: so, little while you've been focusing on all-in pricing as, as, you know... Uh something to pay attention to. Is that both new and used cars? Yes, it is,
2: yeah. If you're gonna advertise a car mm-hmm. in the newspaper, online, uh, mirror-hanger, right. uh, you are, or on TV, in fact, uh, as a dealer, right? Uh, the only additional number you can add to your price of that car is HST and license. Mm-hmm. Everything else has to be included in the price. And it's a it's an area that was made law in 2010, if you can believe it. Right. Oh. Eight years ago, it became law, and uh, this province established that uh, as part of the going forward uh, operational stuff.
3: Well, I think what a lot of people have found is, you know, like you say, they get to the dealership and there was an advertised price, but then all of a sudden there was all kinds of admin charges and other kinds of, you know... Um, less than honest. Fluff. Well, exactly. <laughs> it's and added if you, to it. So if you're,
2: if you're going to add any of those items, mm-hmm. they have to be added before that price, and if you're going to advertise
1: that price, you have to show that with those prices, all those add additionals included. So here's a question for you. They advertise this vehicle, and you get down there, but it's not available. I mean, I'm sorry, but that car's not available. I can offer you this car. Isn't that the same bait and switches
2: of the old days? Well, and you've got to watch for that. Uh, certainly the uh, the question is, and it should be... Pretty explicit on the way into the dealership. Is yeah. it? Is it on its way? Is it? Is it in shipping? Have I ordered that car? And is it available at that price?
1: So, you know, what happens is the difference between the manufacturer's ad and the dealership ads. The manufacturer says uh, Honda Civics at from sixteen thousand something, but you go down there and you can't find a manual transmission with no air conditioning. It's just not available. So, manufacturing
2: ads are not part of our purview. That we we don't we don't regulate. Uh, the manufacturers we work with them, we try to get them to uh, work with us in terms of pricing, and we have some manufacturers, as you know, that uh, will work with us we 'll call yeah. us and say here 's what we 're working on we 're we're, we're doing a promotion, all our dealers are going to be engaged in this and we 'll be advertising and so we work with manufacturers where they 'll work with us, but generally speaking, we work with dealers and advise them on how to uh, how to meet compliance
3: I love it mm-hmm. any other questions so how does somebody know what you know what identifying feature would be from between that ad and going down to the to the store to see where the car is. Well, you've got to
2: see what's included in the car uh, in the ad, and and it'll it should list all of the uh, all of the uh, options mm-hmm. or additional fees and charges. And certainly when you go into the dealership, as you know, we've just introduced a whole new advertising campaign yes. called Take a Picture. Mm-hmm. And our objective is take a picture of the ad, take a picture of the screenshot mm-hmm. uh, on the uh, on the website, and take that in with you and make sure that that car is what uh, you expect it to be. And if it's not, then challenge the dealer or challenge the sales rep uh, to produce the car or or help you to mm-hmm. understand what's included or not. Uh, it does two things. It empowers consumers, which is a big part of what we believe in doing, to, uh, to have the tools to go into the dealership knowledgeable and comfortable in what they're buying. <clears throat> and it also helps the dealer because it, uh, it reduces contention or, or disagreement. Mm-hmm. And, yes, uh, and, and most dealers that I've talked to have said, this is great, I love it. Perfect. Okay. If you're in the
4: market to uh, maybe look at a car for this weekend or online... This is The Chance. If you've got any questions at all, John Carmichael is with us for the entire hour from Ombic. And we'll take your cars about, uh, calls about what your car is going to do as you get ready for that word that starts with W. Ugh. So give us a call. This is Dave's Corner Garage. That, we'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, wash that shirt with your winter clothes. <laughs> well, it's unfortunate you can't see this on TV or What's radio. That? Uh, Dave and Al were going to put their sombreros on uh, to get ready for it. We want you to get ready for a chance to win a trip to two to Mexico to Mayan Riviera. Just go on to com, enter, hit the big red button, and you could be on your way. And we're going to go on your way to the phones to take some calls right now.
1: Yes, we're going to talk to Linda in beautiful downtown Georgetown. Good morning, Linda.
5: How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Great. Problem got... with your car? Yeah. Well, I have a 2007 Buick mm-hmm. and it's now going to be 12 years old. I had had a 98 Buick and when it was 12 years old, all of a sudden the transmission quit. Just quit and
3: That's it. I so, you, so you're expecting this one to go too any well, day? Well,
5: the other day when I was driving it, I had stopped at a stoplight. There were no other cars around me and when I went to go, it gave a great big jerk. And so now I'm a little bit anxious about it, and I wonder, should I have it serviced at a transmission dealer or just drive it? Or
3: No, for sure, don't just drive it, okay? It needs attention. I mean, you felt the jerk. Um, it may, in fact, be from the transmission, but it may just be a small fix. It could be, for example, that the fluid is very low because it's developed a small leak, okay? And that in itself wouldn't be a big fix. It's, um,
5: it's, it's, I had that check.
3: Okay, and, it, and they've checked the fluid level and it's full?
5: Uh, it, yeah, it was just somebody who, who you know, could check oil and stuff like that. It wasn't a... I didn't take it to a garage.
1: Question for you. How many miles are on this vehicle?
5: 124,000.
1: It's not high. That's actually very low for that age of car. That's
5: it, yeah, and their original, when I bought it off of a three-year lease, it had about the 50,000.
1: Well, if the tranny goes, it's probably a $3,000 repair. Probably three, three, five thousand. You'd have to make the decision is it worthwhile investing the money in a 12 year old car or time to move on? So, my personal thing is take it to a tranny shop. We always recommend. Uh, Mr. Transmission. Yeah, because they do a, they free. do a
3: free road test. They'll check your fluid level and they'll take it around the block for yeah. you. That won't cost you at all, and he'll tell you what he feels the vehicle needs.
1: Yeah, and it's more than just checking the level. They smell it first off if there's any burning inside of it, and they'll put some of it on a on a white cloth to see if there's any material in there. It's it's more than just seeing how high the level is. Right. So. Get those guys to check it, listen to what they have to say, and then make your decision. Right, because it, it, it may or may not even be the transmission. Exactly. Okay, we have another call from Melody in Toronto, and she wants to talk about used cars delivery fees. Melody, good morning.
5: Good morning. Hi, I listen to your show every week. Ah, oh, I love you. You're the one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Melanie.
5: Okay, so I have a question. So I bought a used car a few months ago, and I'm buy, helping my mother buy a used car in the next couple weeks. So here's my question. When I bought the car, it was on the lot, and on top of the sales tax and the licensing fee, um, on top of the advertised fee, they added um, seven, several hundred dollars for a delivery fee, and I wasn't sure if that, you know, was supposed oh, sure. to happen or, um, you know, if that should have been included in the all-included fee. Oh.
3: All right, great question, John. Yeah, no, I, uh,
2: Melanie, thanks for the call, and uh, absolutely not that uh, that fee should be built into the price. If they've given you an all-in price, uh, the only extra should be license and HST, period. And uh, there shouldn't be any delivery fees on top
1: of that. Uh, Melanie, could I ask the question, was it sold as is, or did you buy it fully certified and emission tested? It was sold fully
5: certified. It was from a, a large dealer in Toronto, so it was
1: Yeah,
3: so there should not have been any additional delivery fee. No, not Not, not not on top uh, of the advertised price. Not if they're
2: advertising an all-in price. If they're showing that price, that car with all the equipment on it and the extras that you wanted, uh, the delivery fee should be built into that price, uh, and the only extras, again, are license and HST.
3: Now, question, is it too late, or could Melody go back, perhaps?
2: I'd be knocking on their door. Mm -hmm. Uh, She could certainly call us at OMVIC if you call our... our, uh, Call in and, and register your complaint with the dealer's name and um, and you, okay. and give us the details. We'll be glad to uh, talk to the dealer and, and see what we can do to assist you on that.
5: Okay, great. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Oh, thank My you pleasure. for
1: listening. And it's, by the way, it's omvic.on.ca. That's it. Got it. Okay, great. Thank right. you. I will do that.
4: What's the uh, What's the number in case people are listening right now, they want to get help? Oh, you don't know? Well, just uh, go... With, me too. I forget. It's I never call. I don't
3: call myself. Eh? That's what happens when
4: you're <laughs> over fifty. Al, I've heard other things that you do call yourself. Probably, you
3: know. Just, just quickly, I just want to add that, you know, I, perhaps Melody's first call should be just to the dealer to say, "Hey, I listen. would say so." Yeah, yeah, that, that'll send the you.
2: dealer back. She knows what she bought. She <laughs> right. knows what the ad was, and uh, and, and that way it is, gets resolved much quicker. Exactly. And this is where this take a picture campaign, which you just heard the ad, which hmm. was great. Thank you. Um, The picture shows the car, the price, and the only two extras that should be uh, on top of that. Great. We'll find out
4: more. If
2: you get calls about uh, you want to
4: take some uh, questions to to John Carmichael from Rombeck, he's here for the entire hour. And there's a lot of interesting things going on out there that you may not be aware of that he can clear up. Stick around. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Buenos dias, senor y senorita. There he is wearing his Mayan Riviera t shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the fourth. It's nice. I remember we were there.
1: We went down to Mayan Riviera, and the guy in the bus says, First, we go for the chicken, and then we go and get your rooms. And everybody's going, We ate dinner. He goes, no, no, we got to go for the chicken. (laughs) (laughs) So after the (laughs) check-in, anyways, uh, quickly just want to talk about Volkswagen has uh, said now they will stop making the iconic Beetle next summer. Well, they really stopped making the iconic Beetle about twenty years ago, right? Nineteen seventy-nine. You're absolutely right. You're well, a Volkswagen guy.
3: Well, yeah, and the one that replaced it, um, was except me. for kind of looking the same, was that was a, really the Gulf. only connection. Yeah, it was a
1: Golf, right? So they're going to stop building this little car uh, again. Mm-hmm. They started in ninety-eight, and they're going to stop it next year, so it has another like a twenty-year run. So. I,
3: I think you know what they run running to buyers. I mean, you know, for the most part, I think it's been a nostalgic kind of thing. Yeah, it's like you know. Retro. Fiat 500s and minis. How many do you think they're going to sell before the older people are going to go be died off? They're not going to be buying new cars anymore. And you know what
1: the problem also becomes is where do you go from retro? You can only build one. You can't retro the retro. Right, right, right. <laughs>
3: Besides the fact that, again, a lot of people had issues with the car. It wasn't that great. Remember, you,
1: you couldn't get the tummy belts off the buggers. You had to Terrible. pull the motors. Uh, we have a question for John, and the question is uh, dealerships consolidation is happening, a lot of it. They're saying that over 2000, oh, Sorry, over half of the vehicles sold right now are sold by groups of dealerships rather than those owned by individuals. Do you find that's a problem when you're dealing with companies?
2: No, it, 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 whether it's an individual owner or it's a, it's a group, everybody wants to be in compliance with mm-hmm. the laws and the regulations of the country and the province. And so uh, but it is a it is without question a trend that is uh, is uh, something we've seen in the last 10 years growing at an incredible rate. Yeah.
3: Now, I wonder, and, could that actually be uh, a positive thing for the consumer? I mean, as a group, do they buy cars then cheaper than an individual dealer may?
2: No, they don't, they're don't.
3: they not going to get any... Oh, that was any, a great any, question. It,
2: it, was a, <laughs> it was a great question. They don't necessarily get an advantage from that perspective. Okay. But I think from a consumer benefit, right. let's look at the brand mm-hmm. and the and the investment in the brand and right. the in the and the brick and mortar that these dealers are putting up mm-hmm. today and and they have tremendous investment and and uh, they don't want anything to go wrong in their stores. They want to play by the rules and make sure that they're in compliance with the laws yeah, you of look the at land.
1: they 15-20 million dollars in real estate. It's right?
2: huge. And yeah. and you figure somebody who has 10, 20 stores, however many, uh, Auto Canada certainly even bigger than that. And uh, these
3: guys take
2: uh, their investment very, very seriously, and so corporation
3: well, people, are, especially nowadays, you know, with the social media, it's very easy for someone just to trash you. I mean,
1: absolutely and you want to avoid, avoid that, that. Yeah, yeah exactly. you can't afford we well, were talking about Auto Canada. they're actually based in in Edmonton, Edmonton, yeah right. So do you find that because the head office is in Edmonton, you have to deal with them there or do you deal with them managers and stuff here we we well if if it's an advertising
2: issue as an example, yeah. previous caller, we will go to the dealership right here and talk to the management. Mm-hmm. There are people in charge. They're registered locally uh, in the province as uh, the, the key people who we have to deal with. And so we'll, uh, we'll be talking to them
1: directly. And we would, if there was an issue, we would go and have a discussion mm-hmm. with them. Now, and the other thing was you buy the car, and now you're going to go to the F&I office or the, the business management office, and they arrange the financing. I was shocked when I found out that it's less than 1% of the market actually pays cash. Everybody else is financing one, either leasing or financing the purchase. Well, you walk around a joint with thirty grand in your pocket? Well, you know the old folks will do that.
3: Really? Yeah. <laughs> What's that shopping bag you carry?
1: Well,
2: yeah, and and the F and I, the F and I part of the business is obviously a very profitable part of a yes. dealer's
1: business. Yes, twenty five percent of the income. And,
2: and so the question I would ask, if I was a consumer buying a car today, and um, and I was going into an F and I office, I'd want to see all of the. Uh, all of the F and I quotes, and I'd ask the question of the dealer: how much? Uh, how much are you getting in terms of uh, kickback, k- a rebate <laughs> from the, uh, from the or finance institution? <laughs> There's discretion. and There's like
1: I'm a car guy, <laughs> but yes, that's correct. And <coughs> and they will say to you: why do you want to use your money? Pay off your big debts at, at high interest. Well, and, and but, use our
2: money. But how many dealership? Programs through manufacturers in the new car side for sure yeah, are doing 0% financing. Today. Yeah. There's tremendous opportunity. So I, I, my question would be if I'm buying a new or used car and I'm in the business office and I'm, I'm filling out uh, my application... How many quotes are they getting from different financial institutions, yes. and what's the range? Let me see the range because yeah, I want is, to have input into that.
1: Is, is when they go and check your, your your FICO score and all that other stuff, they can actually hurt your credit rating. And you know, if they go thirty different companies, they can really you get you, every time they get a hit, it drops. Well,
2: I presume so. I'm not I'm not familiar with that part but, of it. Yeah. but, so yeah, yeah, but if, if you do it, if you do
1: it
4: yourself, you can actually when you go to a dealership, which I had the pleasure of doing a year and a half ago, you can say no. You know what? I'll check my score. Because if you and go, bring in, it in. Yeah, because otherwise it knocks it down two percent every time somebody else makes an inquiry. Yeah. And there's a Equifax who are still dealing with <clears throat> some challenges with being hacked. I mean, it's you got to be really careful when you get. What's the other one? Trans
1: Trans Union. Trans Union. I heard so if that they
4: put out four quotes. You're down ten percent almost. Unbelievable. On your credit rating yeah. score. So you got to watch. Even Karma, which you you see on TV all the time, you got to be really careful with that. We have found the. Uh, the number for OMVIC, So, that lady who was calling in about her uh, mother's car, it's 416 226 4500. All right? That's the number to call for OMVIC on uh, on Monday. All right? All Stick right. around. We've got more calls to get to and your chance to win a three for two to the Mayan Riviera. Uh,
1: Steve forgot to tell you, Mike Wilson's coming on right now. Mike Wilson's coming on. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Well, um, there's going to be a break first. Eh? It's right in yeah.
3: front of your paperwork. Right? Hey, hey,
1: hey. hey. Nice. If you're not hearing
3: the music, hit the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. we got yeah, stop. Here. We're out of here. <laughs>
4: And indeed, follow us on uh, Twitter and like us on Facebook. There's some great stuff being posted throughout the entire week. Yes. One of them is with, uh, with Onvik, which we have John Carmichael in for for the entire hour. And we've got more calls to get to. But first, we're going to go out to Mike Wilson with Land Insurance. And he's at, at another event.
1: How you doing, Mike? Michael, you there? I'm here. Good morning, guys. Right. This guy's job is to go from event to event. His only problem is he's getting weight gain because of hot dogs, hamburgers, and all the fries he's eating.
6: It's a hard gig, I tell you guys.
1: <laughs> so where are you this week, Mike? Mike, where are you at this week? Oh, we lost him.
4: Mike's lost <laughs> in space. Yeah. Maybe maybe the hot dog went, well, went down. Well, I'll tell you. All right, you Mike know what? Is,
3: so why don't we take a call, and then we'll sure. get back to him. Okay. All right? We'll try and get a hold of Mike. We've him got again. Diane online, too. She's been hanging on for a little while. She's got a question about emission testing. Diane, what's your question?
5: Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. My question is, um, other than an oil change, what can I do to make sure my car passes? It's in great shape Mm. so much for an 11-year-old car.
3: All right. Well, they've changed the whole system, Diane, first of all. Uh, The only real concern is, is your check engine light on on the dashboard? No. Well, then you you just passed. How's that? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. In the old days, they actually did what they called a tailpipe test. Okay, you guys are looking at me funny. That's not oh, what that's we're talking right. about. No, yet. no, we Absolutely wouldn't say right. you were old. Okay. <laughs> in so the they, past, in the past. They would actually put a sniffer tube in your exhaust. That sounds gross, eh? Anyway, any rate, they don't do that anymore. The car's computer is smart enough. It monitors its own system. So if the check engine light is not on... Or not called for, because it could be on, but you can't see it. Anyways, another ball of grass. Um, so you should pass automatically. <laughs> so you don't have to do anything. Just go down into a place and say, uh, I want my free emission test. It is free now as well. You're aware of that, are you? No. Guess what? It's free.
5: Oh, where do I go for that?
3: Anywhere. Uh, any, uh, if, you, if you've got a computer, just check Drive Clean. Just type in Drive Clean. But um, most Canadian tire stores are doing it. There's lots of other people out there.
5: Well, that's where I got it the last time. Already?
1: Right, what used okay. to happen is all these cars were passing. I mean, 95 to to 98% of the vehicles mm-hmm. passed. So the program actually did its job by getting rid of all the old clunkers, and now these new vehicles are so clean that they're, they're computerized, and we plug into the computer and read what the computer's reading. So as long as the light is out, you're you going to pass. Yeah, all
3: right, can. Diane, good luck. Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you.
1: You're very welcome. How would you know that? She needs an admission test. Oh. It comes up on
3: your birthday. <laughs> All right, we've
1: got Mike back on the line
3: and How much
1: money is in my pocket? <laughs> I don't
6: know. <laughs> Mike don't Wilson,
3: know. where are you at this time?
6: Hey, how's it going guys? We're we're in Gormley, Ontario this uh this weekend Highway 11 Cruisers season finale car show. Mhm. Big do at the uh, the Gormley Gas Station there.
3: Now again, it's, this is a uh, fundraiser. Where's the money going this time? It,
6: is so so actually the proceeds for this show go to the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of York, uh region. Mm-hmm. Uh, great charity they do a lot with this organization. So uh Spectator, uh they get in for ten bucks and show you can register your show vehicle for ten bucks as well. So again, all that goes to the big brothers, big sisters of Yeah, York.
1: Mike, uh Princess Margaret Hospital, Gildas Club and Sick Kids also part of this group's charity drive. See,
6: Exactly the the Highway 11 Cruisers. They're based out of Newmarket and and they support uh, a number of different charities, uh, local charities and and uh, some in the GTA, kind of spread out all over. But they they're they're making waves in the hobby. That's for sure.
3: Where is the actual location if people are listening and want to come out, come by?
6: Yeah, so so the actual uh, um, show is is 1650 Stouffville Road in Richmond Hill. So it's. North, the north side of Stouffville Road, one light west of the 404. Now, you're expecting, what, 600 vehicles? There's going to be about 600 cars, you know, uh, uh, Classics, Customs, trucks, motorcycles. They've got 40 awards that they're actually handing out. Wow. Uh, a couple couple uh, 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 organizations are actually putting vehicles on display. York Region EMS, York Region Police, uh, Richmond Hill Fire and Emergency Services, they're going to have stuff there on display they're going to have a motorcycle dyno there, so bring oh, your, wow. your motorcycle. Let's, let's strap it up and see what she does. There uh, you
4: go, Dave. Take your motorcycle out there.
6: <laughs> I gave it <laughs> away. They're going to have a motorcycle uh, stunt rider demonstration as well, so lots going on. Food Love it. as well. So.
1: And, uh, and you guys will be there. Land
6: Insurance will have a tent. You betcha. We're going to be the main attraction for the show.
1: There you go. So this is one that Lant is actually heavily involved in. And remember, if, if you have a classic car, Lant insurance is the place to go.
6: Exactly. Have and a
1: good weekend. Couple... Great. Mike, thanks for
4: coming on the show with us. And uh, get a couple hot dogs for Dave and Al and John.
1: Hey, we'll, we'll
6: have a couple couple hamburgers and hot dogs. Beautiful.
1: I have to watch my waist
4: <laughs> yeah, in the mirror. You've been watching it for a while. <laughs> it's falling. Okay.
6: <laughs> have a good
3: weekend. Take us out, Al. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got a car care question. We uh, have a couple lines open. But Steve in Orangeville, we're going to get to you right after this break.
4: And just a reminder that if you are shopping for a car over the weekend, whether it's in Poisson or online, you can give OMVIC a call on Monday if you got any inquiries. And the number here locally is 416-226-4500.
3: And especially if you're buying a used car and you want to find out who you maybe ought to try to avoid. You can go on the website and find out uh, who the bad guys are. Actually, they're listed, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was shocked to see how many
1: disputes there were. <laughs> There's <laughs> well, quite a, a few.
2: Yeah, you know, it's a <clears throat> if there weren't disputes, there wouldn't be a place for OMVIC, would yeah, there? That's true, too. And so we uh, we do our job in ma- trying to make uh, as much of that visible as possible, as transparent as possible.
1: A little bit of news here. Um, the next big car manufacturer in cahoots with uh, General Motors is Vietnam. The company's called VinFast. They've taken over the GM factory in Hanoi. I didn't even know GM had a factory. During the war, I bet you they didn't bomb that place. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, they're going to be selling Chevys in Vietnam, and uh, GM is going to be selling the VinFast vehicle, I guess, through their uh, other other uh, dealerships. Good stuff.
4: So will their engines just be V8s or V6s?
1: No, they'll probably be the Ecotech or something like oh. that. That right? uh, was a, I was a you little
4: Vietnam humor there. You could have had a V8
3: instead. You know? I never thought of that. I got it. I I I didn't didn't get it. it. Al, give him his pills. And I thought VinFast,
1: I thought it was like a diet supplement.
0: You know, seriously.
1: (laughs) Lose those extra pounds. Shed that extra weight. Going in for a colonoscopy? Use VinFast.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And it's gone off the rails. It only took half an hour.
1: Ford Motor Company has announced a recall on the F-150, the most popular truck or vehicle in the world. Yep. Uh, Almost 400,000 of these vehicles will be recalled for seatbelt problems.
3: And the problem is, is that uh, they, they can fire. catch fire.
1: Yeah. Really. Speaking of fire, Toyota has recalled a million vehicles with Forms. regards to a possible fire risk. Uh, this includes all those hybrids and stuff like that. So, uh, is business slow?
4: It. That's why all the recalls come up?
1: Uh, no, it's because it's, they, it's called platform building. They use the same part in 100 different types of cars. So, like, remember Takata airbags? I never so, heard t- of them. Takata man. was supplying everybody, right? Yeah, right. right. So now, actually, Takata went bankrupt, but a Chinese company bought them, Mm -hmm. and so they're supplying the uh, airbags. GM is recalling more than a million pickup trucks and sport sport utility vehicles. So they're talking about Sierra, Yukon, XLT, Cadillac, Escalade. That's the uh,
3: power steering failure? Yeah. Yeah, so in the last few years, they've gone to electric power steering rather than the old hydraulic. Yeah. So if you're concerned about any of the recalls, you can go to Transport Canada's website or your individual manufacturer's and you're going to punch in your serial number, and it'll tell you exactly what program. Right. And the last one I
1: got here is from my buddy George, who bought a Prius and is telling me how he spent three tablespoons of gas to go 300 kilometers. Mm-hmm. Not 192,000 <laughs> Priuses are being recalled over a fire risk in the fire. So ring. that
4: makes you happy, doesn't it? <laughs> well,
1: I can't understand why you spend $10,000 more for a car to save three bucks in gas.
4: Can I slide <laughs> in one more news item? Yeah, go right ahead. A new company called Carvana. All right. You can basically buy your car from your Chesterfield or they still call it that or a sofa. It's basically a vending machine. It's a Davenport industry. Thing. It's incredible. Carvana? Yeah, carvana.com. Let, let me turn the letter for you. Not Nirvana, but Carvana.
1: Well, you know what they're saying is that the dealerships are going to disappear soon. It's going they're saying because of the internet and you were, we were talking about that in the green room that uh, electric vehicles don't need much service, so why do you need a dealership? I think
2: uh, you know we're going to see a lot of change and certainly we're aware of uh, numbers of uh, New technologies New selling cycles New uh, platforms that are coming to the market And uh, it's going to change the way we think and, yeah. But I don't think it's overnight I think this is 10, 15, 20 years away Well it's,
3: it's I, like when they, you know, the horse and wagon Was replaced yeah. by the car It didn't happen overnight it, it took about 20 years for that to actually happen There's still
2: a place for dealerships, and they do good work. There's still a place for (laughs) horses and wagons. You need
3: that. You need that connection. But, you know, you need horseshoes. a hell of a time finding a guy to do it. (laughs) This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Dave's Corner Garage.
4: The last few minutes. We're going to take some calls right now. Over to you guys.
3: We're going to go up to Orangeville and speak to Steve. He's got a question for us. Steve, what can we do for you today? Uh, Good morning.
6: Good morning. And
1: and take 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 my call.
6: I have a 12 terrain and 200,000 kilometers. Yeah, and I'm wondering uh, I have no problem in transmission, but when do I need to change the oil? I have to change the oil because I cannot check it oil.
3: Right. What I would suggest is go by a transmission shop specifically and ask them to have a look at the tranny fluid. Yeah. Um, You know, Dave's usually saying that if it ain't broken, then leave it alone. Um, you can't actually create a problem, but if it's if fluids not that bad and just a little bit dirty It probably is a better idea to change it.
1: You know, it's funny people use transmissions like light bulbs You don't do anything and I've never seen really a lot of service oh, until it breaks Yeah, it breaks and then they they are screaming well most people don't
3: read the owner's manual But some of them say that you don't need to a lot of GM's have fluid We that have lasts a forever. saying
1: around here, which is RTFM Which is read the FN manual? <laughs> So the reality is people don't <laughs> read the manual, they just don't change the oil. <laughs> no, and if you want a car
3: uh, you know, to last longer, then absolutely servicing it is the better idea.
1: You know? Yes, exactly.
3: In fact, I was talking to a friend of mine at the uh, transmission shop, and he said they are now equipped, this is the outside of the, uh, the dealership, they are equipped to service um, and maintain the CVT transmissions, which a lot of people are going to now.
1: Interesting. So uh, just as we're closing off the show, any uh, final words you want to say? Uh, no, thank you for having me. Uh, we're we're proud of what we're doing at
2: Amvic, and uh, if, if anybody has a concern with uh, either a transaction on a new car or used car, give us a call. We'd be happy to help, and uh, and um, look forward to coming back. Now, again. if you
1: bought a car with a lien or something like that, does, again, that's your 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 area. Well, you to absolutely. At. If uh, when you buy a car today,
2: you've got to do all your homework and make sure that if there's a lien on the car that you're trading in, yes. Uh, make sure that it 's paid off at the time because uh, that debt can follow you if it 's not properly cared for now most dealers will will go and pay it off, but as you know, we shut a dealer down in uh, Sault saint Marie last year who was paying the liens for the consumer yeah and uh, and it cost a lot of money uh, to uh,
1: to to get that uh, ended. Interesting. Yeah. So, liens is one one issue. Uh, uh, too much equity. Not enough equity in, in the trade. So in other words, ha- owing way more money than, than than you you should actually than the car you bought. Yeah, it, uh, negative equity uh, where
2: you where you're funding. Uh, you know, you're two extending cars. your funding. You're funding two cars. Yeah, and so that you've got to be careful of that. I, we always encourage people to really be careful with the debt they take on mm-hmm. and know what you're spending. And the other the other issues when you're buying a new car or used car. Uh, was the car used as a a daily rental or a taxi cab or a limousine? Those have to be declared. Was there any body damage? Make sure you get a car proof Mm -hmm. uh, before uh, you complete your transaction to see if there's been any damage on that car. And are there, uh, is there any major repairs that are required on the vehicle? And get your dealer to, to document that. And
1: the last thing is, if you don't buy it from a dealer,
2: None of this means anything. You're on your own. Well, unfortunately, that's true. We have a compensation fund. If you buy from a dealer and there's been a something-go-hairy on that deal... um the compensation fund is in a place to back you up, right? And you if you buy bought the car from
3: a donut shop, you're on your own.
2: You buy it off the internet or buy it privately, you've got to be careful. You, do they it, get a better deal? It's buyer. You get a better deal, but it could last a couple of weeks. <laughs> and, and a lot it. of donuts will go by.
4: <laughs> and the the cool thing about your new campaign with taking a picture of it, a screenshot is it's got its timestamp on it too. Yes, it does. So if you take it today, like uh, a certain time, ten o'clock in the morning on Saturday, August, uh, whatever date it is, September. What is the date today, Al? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 1-5. Yeah, 1-5. Yes, it's a historic day probably. You can take it to a dealership and you've got that time stamp there.
2: Well, you've got the time stamp. So it it eliminates any yeah. debate about both the dealer and the consumer win on that. Right. Exactly right. So, so it's all recorded, everything is yeah, So that call we had earlier where there were extra charges on top of the license and mm-hmm. HST, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if there was a picture of that, she's got that. As proof well, of Well, you know, purchase.
1: I've seen it where it's actually part of the contract. It's printed into the contract. Yep. Dealer fees, $595. And I, I go Listen, on. It, as long as it's
2: before, as, as the final price, and it's disclosed in advance, yes. you can negotiate those fees. You can, you can contest it. If it's part of your decision process and say, I'm not paying 595 for that, you know, but there may be a, a number I'm comfortable with, then
1: talk to your dealer. Talk to the sales rep. Yeah, I saw it in the States that were charging $900 for air in the tires, and I'm going, Huh? Well, the car's tires got nitrogen in it, and it's nine hundred dollars. It's. I said it's five bucks a tire if you want to fill it. She goes, yeah, but if you go anywhere in the world, we'll pay for it."
4: <laughs> that's when you ask for. That's when you ask for uh, new floor mats, <laughs> maybe some mirrors that actually no, but, work.
1: But Steve, how many cars do you buy in your lifetime? Maybe 10? they say seven. I think seven,
2: it's seven is the average.
4: Yeah. Right.
1: So the the sales guy across the table, he's selling that many in a week.
2: He is, and I think it's. Uh, you know, we want consumers to be better informed. Mm -hmm. Another little tip is read the back of the contract. Uh, You know, the fine print. It's three feet long. (laughs) I know it's three feet long and I hate reading it, but the reality is, and and we'd love to see it simplified, but you've got to
1: take time to Read the highlights and make sure you know what you're buying. John, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. John Carmichael, the CEO of OMVIC. It's OMVIC.ON.CA if you want to get to the site. And it's DavesCornerGarage.com if you want to enter the contest for the Mayan Riviera. Alan, thank you. Remember that cheap can be
3: very expensive. Yeah, cheap. Very good.
1: My father used to say, a cheap guy pays more. (laughs) <laughs> and I've always Well, that's that. true. Whether it's in a repair or buying it from yeah, some shady guy. Exactly right. Sebastian, thank you. Alan, Stephen, thank you.
0: You're welcome, and David. Mar-
1: <laughs> keep the shiny side up, the greasy side down, and we'll see you
0: next week. Bye-bye, oh, bye, everyone. <laughs> thank you. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage, heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.